The pictures started showing up Wednesday, a few of them. Yesterday, a ton of them. People are starting to receive their weaponized hamster 2020 shirts. You know what's funny about that? I haven't even gotten ours in yet. I know. I got a shipping notification today, but everybody's getting theirs and I haven't gotten mine, mine we, yet. We don't have ours. We're a little jealous. We're seeing all your pictures. Uh, there are a few weaponized hamster shirts available in every color and every size, mm -hmm. at least the last time I checked, which we was- have Small through five X. Yeah. We have red, we have black. And but do we have some in every size currently available? I don't know. I'll okay. have to check or you can go to our website and check it out. Um, but the thing I have never gotten so much great feedback about merchandise and um, this shirt, everybody's talking about how comfortable it is. Oh, it's, Callie takes such uh, pride in picking out merchandise that is not only appealing, like that that you want to have, but is also either the most functional or the most comfortable or the the most on trend as possible. Well, you know what I've realized, especially since I've been, you know, like purging and cleaning stuff out or whatever, I have a ton of old t-shirts that are, you know, kind of sentimental. Uh -huh. The ones that I take out and will actually wear are the softest ones. Sure. So I feel like people are more inclined to keep them. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they'll wind up at the bottom of a drawer somewhere or whatever. And then you pull it out and you're like, why did I ever stop wearing this because it's so comfortable. That is my goal. Well, that's what people are saying about the weaponized hamster shirts. They're available right now at Callieandjeff.com. Click on the merch tab. Um, also, while you're there, the new tumblers are hit. So get your hands on a tumbler and also the CaliDollar.com stuff and the JeffDollar.com stuff, you know, our old lives. Our old lives. The, the old, <laughs> the old merch. Um, there are a few things remaining there. Those things are all half price, but they go away at the end of August. So make your way to CaliandJeff.com today. Click on the merch tab and make your purchases. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Starbucks Vanilla Sweet Cream Cold Brew Coffee. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for finding my childhood blanket in the attic this week. And speaking of things that I found in the attic, um, so I've been going through my parents' attic selfishly because I'm finding baby stuff that my parents saved for when I was a baby and bringing it um, home for baby girl dollar. And um, but my dad has been asking me to clean out the attic for since I went to college, you know, he's like, Callie, you have so much stuff. And my parents, not since you went to college, but since you came back, Jeff, no, 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 no. Since I went to college, because my parents, you know what I threw out this week, seventh grade book reports, eighth grade science projects, artwork from when I was four. I mean, they have saved everything since I was born. 
But that's on them, isn't it? Like you didn't want your seventh grade book report, did you? Well, no, I didn't. But they're like, what if Callie wants this? So they saved it this whole time. So they're like, okay. you need to go through it. If you don't want it, toss it. Of course they did not. So I tossed like a ton of stuff. Got it. Um, but one of the things that they saved are the American Girl dolls. Now, I'm sure when my dad was thinking, we got to save these dolls, it's because he still remembers the pain of how much those dolls cost. They're like a hundred bucks each, right? They're not cheap. I don't know what they cost now, but I remember, you know, it was like a huge trendy thing um, in the nineties, but it was a big deal. Like it was expensive. Then you got to buy the accessories. Like it's not a cheap it's a whole Adventure. empire. Like it's a I, whole empire. You go to the, you make an appointment to go to the American girl store. Right. And then you pick up your doll there and you accessorize her and all that stuff. And they're, they like name her the, they are the American girl dolls today. Or when you were a kid, I get, I think are like similar to cabbage, cabbage patch, patch dolls yeah. where you actually like went, you could go to the, I think aunt Effie or my grandma, and my mom and I went to the Cabbage Patch, quote unquote, hospital. Yeah. And that's where the babies are born. Yeah. And then you get to, yeah. Because it's, it's in Georgia, right? The Cabbage Patch thing? Yeah. It was. I don't know if it exists anymore because oh. I don't even know. Can you still get Cabbage Patch dolls? I think it still exists. Does it? Yeah, the Cabbage Patch <laughs> Hospital. I'm pretty sure it does. So I was, you know, showing pictures on Instagram of some dolls um, some American girl dolls that, you know, have seen better days, yeah. mostly because they were loved. And when you're seven or eight and you're playing with these things, you're not being like, you're not treating it like the hundred dollar doll. Your dad wishes you treated it like, right. So like their hair's all matted and all this stuff and then whatever. Um, so I posted a picture of that on Instagram. I'm like, well, Felicity has seen better days, you know, her hair's all uh -huh. messed up. I learned, and I will share this for probably most people, like kids that grew up in the 90s would need this, but you can, there is an American girl hospital online, and you can fill out a form about what happened to your doll, and they will make your doll as good as new. You ship it off, they do it, and it comes back in a hospital gown. Do you pay for it? Like, is it expensive, or is it part of the... I didn't get that far. I would assume it's expensive, but I also think someone, yeah. And it doesn't matter how old the doll is. You can do it. It can be, you know, I've had some of these for 20 years and they'll fix them up for you brand new. Well, so, should you do that and then give them to our daughter? Well, here's the thing. I was thinking two things. One, I don't want to spend the money on it. And then she doesn't like it. And right. then we just spent money for no reason. But if she takes to them, I'll totally send it, send it away. Yeah. The other thing is, is she going to do the thing? And I don't know if you did this with your parents or if your parents kept your stuff. Like my parents kept a bunch of their stuff, like my mom's old Barbies from the seventies and stuff, sixties. And she's like, Oh, don't you want to play with my Barbies? I'm like, no, those are old. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's but just if the doll is fixed up as good as new, maybe then she'll never even know. Well, we can trick her into it. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, anyways, I just thought that was a cool thing. So if you have saved your American girl dolls and they're not in the best shape, you can ship them off and have them refurbished, I guess. And someone else told me that you can get some of these dolls if they're in their original condition, which I don't think any of mine are like with the box and the whole, whatever those things go for $2,000. Oh, the sure. Discontinued ones. Yeah. Any toy 
from like the seventies, eighties and nineties that it's in a, that's in its original packaging goes for big money on the auction sites. But the thing that's crazy is Star Wars toys, Hot but Wheels who cars. Keeps them in the original packaging. That means you never they were never well loved. Right. That's why they go for so much money because it's so rare. Hmm. Like who's gonna buy a toy for a child? So think of this as an investment opportunity. Whatever the hot toys are right now, we should go buy them and seal them in a box. And just put them in our attic. Never open them. Ever. And then in 25 years, that's our retirement. Just crack or that box we open. we could refurbish all of my old dolls Doesn't, and we could sell them for our kid to go to college. Won't work because no original packaging. Hmm. That's, and that's the key. And that's the key. Yes. That's the key. All right. Last night I uh, took my sleep test. And I want, I got so many people asking what this entailed because it was an at home sleep test um, to find out if I'm just a snorer. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. If I'm just a snorer. You're someone that snores. Or if I'm actually stopping breathing in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. right? Sleep apnea, I believe is what it is. And to get a sleep test in the past, you would have to go to the hospital or go to a sleep center and they put all this stuff on you and they watch you sleep. Well, now they have ways to do it right at your house. So I want to explain what this all entailed in case you're interested in getting one. Uh, one, you wear like an oversized watch mm -hmm. on your hand that has two cables coming out of it. One of them goes and it sticks on your, it, and it's, it, it runs to like a little dot, maybe the size of a quarter okay, and maybe half an inch thick. And that dot sticks right to your chest, like your chest bone, mm -hmm. um, under your throat. And I don't know if there's like a microphone in there or a sensor or what it does, but that's actually what detects if you're snoring and how loud you're snoring. Okay. Then the other cable that's coming out of the oversized watch goes on your finger mm -hmm. and um, you put it on your finger. It's it's like a, a cup that goes over your whole finger, super tight. And I think that measures your blood oxygen level and your pulse and your body temperature. Yeah. And that goes over your finger and you just put that on. I usually get into bed and I spend about 15 minutes like reading something or scrolling through Instagram or something like after I get into bed. So I did that last night with all my gadget on. Mm -hmm. And then I put my phone up and you just hit the start button on the watch and you go to bed. Now, was it uncomfortable? To Not sleep at all. Didn't even realize I had it on. Oh, really? Okay. And then the next morning you wake up and you take it off and uh, they, you don't have to shut it off or anything. You just take it all off, wrap it back up in the little case that it comes in. Mm -hmm. And they gave you a postage paid box. Prepaid label. Yeah. And you just take it to the post office. Easy. And drop it off. And then I, I in like three or four days, I'm assuming I will get an email with the results of the sleep test. And then I review that. And then I have a consultation with the doctor. So my dad, um, when I went to their house yesterday morning, my dad was listening to the show and he heard about this. And we started talking about your snoring and stuff like that. And my dad wears a CPAP machine, and but he did the whole pain in the butt sleep study. You go into the hospital. It's three different days. It's there's someone over like a loudspeaker in the room. He said that tells you when to wake up or when to roll over or when to like, so it's really just a whole thing. Um, 
But something that he said that he learned from doing his sleep study that I thought was interesting, which may be why you're not sleeping, is apparently when you're snoring, like when you have sleep apnea, your body goes thinks that you're choking and goes into fight or flight mode. So all the endorphins that you have, like your body goes into, I'm choking, I can't breathe, like... So it starts pumping endorphins. So you know what I mean? Yeah, I I so think that will physically wear you out. And that's what I'm trying to figure out is is what's happening with me. If I'm just snoring, mm-hmm. um, which is very possible, like that I am am just snoring more. I have put on weight since quarantine, so maybe I'm just a fat snoring guy now, right? <laughs> or if it's the sleep apnea thing where I'm actually stopping breathing at night, like that could be really, really bad for you, especially mm-hmm. with my weird heart thing. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure it's it's not that. I don't think that I have sleep apnea, or at least I don't have it really bad because one of one of the more common symptoms is like people waking up in a panic feeling like they can't breathe or dreams about not being able to breathe. Mm -hmm. And I have never woken up feeling that way Mm -hmm. or woken up like winded or anything, but I don't know. I'm going to let them tell me. Um, But regardless, there are, even if it's just the snoring, there are treatments that they can recommend. So we'll link that in the show notes. Yeah. The company. Yep. So uh, yeah. It is Friday. My favorite time. Well, not just because it's Friday, but I love this thing that we do on Fridays. And it's where I will ask Jeff on a scale of one to 10, how are you doing? Now, if you are new to the show or wonder why we do this, Jeff. A friend of mine and her husband ask each other every single day how they are doing on a scale of one to 10. And they do this for two reasons. Number one It is an easy way by assigning a numerical value to your mood. It's an easy way to check in with yourself in case you're having a bunch of low numbers in a row, Mm -hmm. right? You're like, wait a minute. Is this my, you know, fifth three day in a row? I got to change that up. Because if you just ask, how are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Things are okay. Things are good. Uh, it's frust- I'm frustrated. And what is fine? That's yeah, good. right. So this actually assigns a score to it. And then the other thing is by asking somebody close to you, you know where to fill in the gaps for the other person. So if I'm feeling like super three for a couple of days, Callie knows that she would have to do what she can do to elevate me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if we're both feeling nines, that that's really cool. If we're both feeling really low, then we give each other some grace and forgiveness for like little petty arguments that we might have. Right. But there's just something um, more specific, that, specific about assigning a number to it. So mm-hmm. all that being said, I am a nine. You are. Yeah. What's up with your nine? Um, it's just been a really productive week. It's been a um, a good week. There's a lot of things moving with uh, the the Callie and Jeff world in the right direction that I'm excited about. And you've been on vacation, so it's been cool having you around. And it's just, it's a nine. I always am surprised, even though we're like four years into marriage, that you are excited when I'm around because you <laughs> like to be alone so much. 
that it's still a surprising, awesome compliment when you say that. Well, I like having you around. I mean, I don't like it when you hover. Jeff hates when I hover. So I've been making myself busy every day this week. It's not, I don't hate when you hover. It's the setup of the room where I work. So my, I don't like having my back to other people Mm -hmm. and you think I'm going to jump you. No, (laughs) I just know that you're back there. So like when I'm working on my computer, I just know that you're back there and it just weirds me out. You also don't like when I sit next to you and I eat. Um, that is only if it's a completely silent room, because then all I can hear is. <laughs> I just like to be near you. What are you on a one to 10? I'm a nine. Nice. I, you know, it's weird to say I'm really good. I have no complaints. It's weird to say the only reason that I'm not a 10 is because I feel like I am my father's daughter and there's always room for improvement. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. But yeah, I have no complaints. And I think, you know what, maybe that's a conversation to have for next week, but I don't think we should have to hold back from having tens or from having a pluses just to acknowledge that there might be another step above that. Like, you know, my dad is going to have something to say about this. You can get a 4.1 grade point average right? Like mm-hmm. they do that. It's ridiculous, but they do it. So if you're feeling really good, have a 10, be a 10 today. Fine. I'm a 10. And know that, well, what are you going to do when the baby comes? Where- See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, a life could always like get better and surprise me, but I'm really good. Is there anything more satisfying than climbing in to a freshly made bed with clean sheets? The answer is no. Well, I'm sure there are some things that are more satisfying than that, but that is right at the top of the list, especially if those sheets are Brooklinen sheets. I didn't believe this when I bought my first set of Brooklinen sheets, but they do get softer and more comfortable with every wash. And now Brooklinen has moved beyond the bedroom. They've got towels. They've got everything you need to be comfortable in your bathroom, including shower curtains and bath mats. They've got robes. They've even got candles to give your bedroom and your bathroom that extra special, comfortable touch. And I guarantee you, all of it is going to be super, super comfortable because that's what Brooklinen does. They are the perfect place to start making small changes that make big differences. Brooklinen is so confident in their products, like the sheets, the comforters, the loungewear, and the towels, that they have given them all a lifetime warranty. So go on, make yourself comfortable with Brooklyn and get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code UPSIDE at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code UPSIDE. Lennon, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. One thing is for sure, and that is if you were listening to an advertisement from one of our ad partners on this show, you know that it is a company that Jeff and I love. And this week I bought at full price my fourth pair of Rothy's. I love these shoes. And here's what I love about them. There is no wear in period for flats. I used to wear heels all the time to work. My role changed. Now I'm running around like a crazy person and I need a comfortable shoe that I can rely on to get me through my day without rubbing, chafing. And you know what? I'd really like them to be cute too. Rothy's has all of that and more. The more being one, you can machine wash them. And two, they make all of their products out of um, water bottles that they have 
rescued, I will say, from landfills. So they are putting good out into the world. I have washed my other pair of Rothy's about 12 times. They look brand new. You are going to love this shoe. It is absolutely one of my favorites. They also have some amazing new bags out. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. I want you to start living a happier life today because you're an upside listener. You can do that and get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. What is BetterHelp? Well, right now it is 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. BetterHelp pairs you with counselors and therapists that can meet with you at your convenience on whatever platform you're most comfortable with. It could be a phone call. It could be text. It could be a video chat. BetterHelp will make it happen. And they are committed to making great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Whatever you're dealing with, depression or stress or anxiety, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, BetterHelp can help. They're professional, they're affordable, and they're convenient. And they've got a ton of testimonials posted on their site if you don't want to take my word for it. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. And get started today with 10% off. Today's quote of the day is... If today you are a little bit better than you were yesterday, then that's enough. Now, I know that you talked to your dad yesterday. Um, it's your mom's first birthday that she's not here with us. She passed in December um, for those of you that did not know. And her birthday was yesterday. I know you talked to your dad. I don't know what you talked about. How's he doing? He's um, good. He, had a, he went to the casino. Um, he did that because... That's what he would have done with my mom. Mm -hmm. And he played her favorite slot machine no. and like tripled his money. Of course. Yeah. So what's her favorite slot machine? Do you know the name of it? I don't. It but would it, be really funny if it was like the price is right or it's, the whatever. It's one. She always liked the games where you would play it, you know, for whatever, but then you would try to get the bonuses. And so you would have to, and you earn free spins and then you get more and more bonuses. Like those are the ones that, that she liked because you could win big if you hit those bonuses. Mm -hmm. And so you played that. And then I thought it was really um, sweet that when he came home from the casino, he took the winnings that he made and he put it in her purse that still hangs on the chair in the, it. in the kitchen. Yeah. That is so sweet. Yep. So I thought that was sweet. And then um, because he has the greatest neighbors on the planet, his neighbor Verna brought him a cake mm -hmm. for mom's birthday. And Verna is uh, Native American. Mm -hmm. And there's a tradition that when somebody passes it on their birthday, you make a cake and you cut the first slice out, mm -hmm. piece of cake out, and you leave it on a plate and you don't eat it because that goes like that would have been birthday like, person. That would have been like my mom's piece. Mm -hmm. And then the next day you throw it out. But for the night of the birthday celebration, it just sits on a plate for her. So he um he had a birthday cake with her. And then he this has nothing to do with my mom, but he told me this story that bothered me all night. It was such a sad story. Sad about him? No. He has 
the the neighbors on the on one side of them, they have a bunch of little kids. Mm-hmm. One of the kids a few months ago got attacked by a neighbor's dog who got out of the yard. You remember this? It yeah, was it was like horrible. A, it was real. Like she, like got, she was in the hospital, plastic surgery, the whole bit thing. bit by the eye. Yeah, like there was a, cops were involved. It was a it was a debacle. Yeah. Okay. So I asked my dad how she's doing, and he said physically, and she's his little buddy, like they're friends. Mm-hmm. So he keeps candy in his house for her. Yeah. And she knows it. So right. she comes over and then he's always got like some chocolate right. candy. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and, and like, she, you know, I think she wrote him a note on father's day, I think. And I can't remember or no, his, his birthday. birthday. Yeah, yeah. She wrote him a card on his, so sweet. his birthday and whatever. So they're buddies. He says she's totally healed physically. But the other day he was watching them because their, their yards kind of are adjoining and they were playing in the yard. And a guy came walking down the street with one of those tiny little like fluffy dogs on a leash. Mm -hmm. And she ran and hid behind her dad. I mean, a tiny little harmless little ankle. You know what though? I was attacked by a dog when I was a kid and I was not comfortable around dogs. It probably happened when I was seven and I was not comfortable around dogs until I adopted my dog Blair, which was when I was 27. So I spent my whole life scared of dogs. And you, and you went with Blair, who was kind of like a big dog with a big old bark. I know. I just, she just, she was meant to get me over my fear of dogs. Got it. Um, but that was my question. Like what I feel like we need to send, uh, Sadie up there on some sort of dog ambassador mission send a beagle that's like totally harmless and completely yeah. chill and will never do anything to right. anybody. Just take naps. And, and just have that girl give Sadie a few treats. Yeah. And then Sadie will just follow her around everywhere. Yeah. Harmless, you know, mm-hmm. but it just broke my heart to think that because one dumb person couldn't keep their dog locked up. This girl's never going to know the joy of, she might. She might when she's 27 years old. <laughs> and she adopts a and rescue adopts dog. And she adopts a rescue dog. So, all right. Uh, so here are my three random things for today. Uh, number one, this one has a little audio to go with it. Uh, but a uh, woman posted a story about her friend who's been quarantined since March in the house with her parents, over 90 years old, Franny and Eddie. They've been together 73 years. No. And she filmed them singing a song to each other from their beds in quarantine. I love Eddie. Yes, I do. I hope Eddie loves me too. I love Eddie. Yes, I do. I hope Eddie loves me too. What are you laughing about? You're so cute and cute. We're serious. I know I think you're the cutest things I've ever met. We have to have everything on tape. Yes, everything. So that's her. That is precious. And they're leaning up in bed, and the the only thing I can compare it to is the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Like where they're in the big family bed? Yes. So cute. I love Eddie. Yes, I do. I hope Eddie loves me too. I love Eddie, yes I do. I hope Eddie loves me too. <laughs> 
laughing about? You're so cute and cute. We're serious. I know. I think you're the cutest things I've ever met. You have to have everything on tape. Yes, everything. I what are you her. laughing about? And also, do you have to record everything? Yeah, I love her voice. Uh, my second random thing is... That just like made my day. That was awesome. Yep. Uh, a, a Forbes magazine uh, held a survey. They talked to 2,000 U.S. adults, found out that only 16% are drinking more during lockdown. Uh, nearly 20% claim to be drinking less. Thought that was interesting. And then my third random thing. I'm drinking less. En- yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your next birthday because according to a research journal, the older you get, the more stable your moods become, which I think is obvious, right? Like if you're 20 years old, your moods are all over the place. If mm-hmm. you're 80 years old, you're like Franny and Eddie. Yeah. You're either bitter or you're full of joy and that's it. Uh, according to uh, this research, the comparison between 20-year-olds and 80-year-olds gave the seniors higher marks for enthusiasm, relaxation, and life satisfaction compared to younger Not people. Not surprising. Uh, and speaking of surprises, I put a survey out. Wait, I thought there were three. That was my third. Franny and Eddie. Yeah. Drinking less. Drinking less. That one kind of flew under the radar because yeah. it was short. Yep. And then uh, the emotions. Okay. Uh, I sent a survey out to... Everybody who is part of our texting database, mm-hmm. right? And I asked him a simple question. Pumpkin spice season is coming even earlier this year. Are you a fan of pumpkin spice? And I gave him two options. A, yes, absolutely, I love it. Or B, no, I don't get the hype. Okay. Any predictions? I think most people would say they love it. We had, and this is remark. This is amazing to me, given the number of respondents that we had. And I checked throughout the day, mm-hmm. but as of this recording, we had two thousand eight hundred and forty nine people respond. Oh my gosh! Okay, one thousand four hundred and seven of them said yes, they're excited. One thousand four hundred and forty two said, no, they're not. Oh my gosh, a, house divided. It's a virtual 50-50 split. That's crazy. And it was 50-50 the entire day. Now, I don't care about pumpkin spice drinks, but which is what I think people typically, you know, right. think of. But I do like pumpkin flavored things like the muffins. But pumpkin or kids. pumpkin spice, isn't it two different things? No. Pumpkin and pumpkin spice are the same? I don't know. So a pumpkin muffin is the same as a pumpkin spice muffin? I think so. In my book. I don't think it's a thing thing. I think it's a thing thing. What? I don't think it's a thing you think. I think it's a thing. Like either- Yeah, I don't think it makes a difference. I think it's like one word that was made fancy by Starbucks. What? The adding the word spice? Yeah. No, I think it's two different things. I don't think so. I think it's like milk and buttermilk. They both have the word milk, but they're two completely separate things. Hmm. I don't know. Or butter and buttermilk. Hmm. They both have butter, but they're two separate things, I think. Where's my Google? I'll put a Google on it. Is pumpkin the same as pumpkin spice? But anyways, two things that fascinated was one, how split right down the middle it was, and two, how... I thought it was going to be overwhelming that people loved pumpkin spice. 
And the reality is, eh, looks like 50% of people don't care. Mm. Hold on, I'll play this while you're looking it up. I love Eddie. Yes, I do. I hope Eddie loves me too. I love Eddie. Yes, I do. I hope Eddie loves me too. About. You're so cute. <laughs> We're serious. I know. I think you're the cutest things I've ever met. I want to just isolate him going, We're serious. We're serious. Use that randomly during the show. You should. Okay. So here's the thing. So pumpkin is like pumpkin, the squash, like the vegetable. I yep. assume pumpkin's a vegetable, right? Yeah. Or no, it has seeds. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. It's a gourd. Um, so it's gorgeous. That's that pumpkin spice is a blend of warming spices found in pumpkin pie recipes. So when I'm talking about muffins, I don't think the muffins that I like have any sort of real pumpkin in them. So they would be pumpkin spice, like mm. my box cake, my quick bread cake that I make every year, the pumpkin cake with chocolate chips. That does not have real pumpkin in it. That is straight up spices and delicious whatever sorcery Duncan Hines uses to get that in powder form. Yeah. Sorcery. Bring in the wizards. We need to make a new ingredient. But don't you find it kind of amazing? What? Cake from a box. <laughs> you don't? The powder? Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. I, I think it's just very random. So anyways, yeah, pumpkin spice would be. Um, do 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 a mix of cinnamon, allspice, cloves, ginger, mace, and nutmeg. So there you go. Now you know. So pumpkin spice doesn't involve pumpkin at all. No, no pumpkin. Mm. It's just like a fall flavor. And I would follow up to that pumpkin spice survey with anybody that participated. Yeah. And put like a fun random fact in there because who doesn't love fun random facts? And that can be your fact. You, you should send it out to everyone. What do you mean? Well, as a follow-up, because people were really into answering the question, yeah. when the survey is over, you should text them something totally random that'll be funny that they can like share with people throughout their day like that's a, related to pumpkin spice. Like a pumpkin spice joke. Or like hey, pumpkin spice, there is no pumpkin in pumpkin spice. Mind blown. Who's not going to want to share that with everyone they know? Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I mentioned at the top of the show that I um, found my childhood blanket at my parents' house. And this is like a huge deal. Aunt Effie, who was my mom's aunt, my great aunt, knitted me a blanket when I was a kid because I lost mine, right? She recreated it. She also made me one for my doll. And then when I was in middle school- Was the, was the doll one a matching one? Oh yeah, just so, smaller. It was a mini version. That's so cute. Um, so we, we have those. Then when I was in middle school, she made another one and shipped it to me and said, this is for your baby whenever you have one. And I think she made the joke, if I'm not around, which is funny because she's like 93, you met her, she's not going anywhere. Right. Um, so, I have been waiting and looking for this blanket at my parents and we couldn't find it. Yesterday, I found it. I found the untouched blanket 
that has been sitting at my parents' house for 20 years, and now we have a baby girl. So my mom washed it, and it is home, and it, I am holding it right now. I would have been so nervous washing it. I would have too, but my mom said it was okay, and I trust my mom. Yeah. So um, is it uh, in perfect condition, like no moth holes or anything? No, like? it's in perfect condition. Aw. Perfect. And I sent a picture to Aunt Effie. I emailed her because she she has an iPhone, but she doesn't like to text. And she told me when I called her, thanks for calling, but I hate talking on the phone. So we email. Does she um, remember even making it for you? Yeah. She said, wow, that looks great. She said, wow, that looks familiar. I can't believe that it's lasted so long Aww. is what she said. So um, if our baby decides she doesn't like this, the baby has to leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, Callie and Jeff. I just paused today's episode. We're talking about are we normal? And Jeff, you just are talking about stale dog food. I feel it's my duty to remind you that just a few episodes ago, we were talking about Sadie eating Lily's poop. I'm pretty sure some stale dog food is not going to send them over the edge. Just saying. Okay, bye. If you have kids that you are constantly trying to entertain right now, raise your hand, but don't take your hand off the steering wheel if you're driving. Okay. So that's like everyone, right? Everyone that has kids is trying to come up with creative ways to keep them entertained during this crazy time. Well, KiwiCo can help you. They have boxes they will ship to your house that are educational. They're hands-on. They are science and art projects. They are delivered to your door every month. And if you don't take my word for it, because you're like, oh, you don't even have kids. You're right. I don't, but I pulled in the experts to test them out. And I sent KiwiCo to a couple of friends of ours and they absolutely love the projects that they get to do. One of them is age four. One of them is age eight. They both approved KiwiCo. They said they would love to get another box and they can't wait to get their hands on another one. So, you know, don't take it from me. Don't take it from other moms. Take it from the kids themselves. They have crates that they can send to your house starting with age Age zero. So like babies, I have friends whose babies um, get the boxes and they love them all the way to age 14. And it actually says to age 104 because anybody can do these or something for every age. KiwiCo is redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. Hi, my name is Savannah. I work in a small little dog food shop and... You are not the only one that thinks dog food goes stale. I have several customers who have large dogs. I'm talking like 60 to 100 pounds who buy five-pound bags weekly because they think that the dog food is going to go stale. As long as it is in a sealable bag, the dog food will not go stale, but it's totally up to you and your dog's preference. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Hey guys, it's Rachel from Atlanta. I just had to call and comment on Callie's box of her ex-boyfriend's stuff for Valentine's Day. I'm on the total flip side of that, and parents probably don't want to hear this that have teenagers, but I met my husband at 14, and he wrote me so many sweet letters and all these things and art, and I had a box that I burned, and I would do anything to get that back. So I know that's super rare, but... That's my side. I got mad at him, broke up with him, burned it all, and now we're married. And it would be really sweet to have those memories back. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye. 
Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Allison. I wanted to let you know, Jeff, that I do think you are normal because I do the exact same thing with my cat and dog food. I have to use everything that is left in the bin before I put new dog food on top because I'm so scared that they're not going to like the taste anymore by the time it gets to the bottom. And then it's just wasteful. But um, thanks, guys. Enjoy the segment. Bye. Every child deserves a champion, an adult who will never give up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists that they become the best that they can possibly be. Is this job tough? You betcha. But it is not impossible. We can do this. We're educators. We're born to make a difference.